0: Of me. I'm gonna be
1: What's going on, folks? It's your boy here again, Dr. Thomas in the building for episode 35 of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back in the building. And folks, I got to say thank you. It's been a crazy ride a crazy ride we have 35 episodes in we got five more for the season to end and i gotta thank you for all your support we've hit two thousand downloads uh we've come such a long way we're in 26 countries right now and it's all thanks to you and your support so i appreciate you guys the be more safe family uh bmt friends and family you guys rock you guys rock 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 i appreciate all you guys so so much And if you have not already heard, uh, I'm super excited for our Be More Today challenge for 2021 uh, called the New Year, New You. We're going to do a 5K January 1st. January 1st, that's right, New Year's Day. Uh, We're going to do a virtual 5K to start off the year with principles from my book. So if you haven't heard about it, you're hearing about it again right now. I mentioned it last week, but we're going to do basically a 40-day challenge uh, talking about healthy eating, uh, drinking your water, getting your sleep, getting your exercise in, make sure that you make the first 40 days of 2021 better than how you started because 2020, as we know, was all kinds of crazy. So we want to start 2021 on a good note. Uh, But we'll talk more about that as we continue to move forward. Check out our Be More Today page for information on that as well. And my quote for today, folks, is simple as always. It says, life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important and capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, Just take another shot. I don't know about you guys, but I know 2020 was and has been insane. And if you think that things did not go the way you wanted them to go this year, if you know you had aspirations and dreams and hopes and plans that did not pan out well 2021 is going to be that year for us to really make sure that we are more, uh, that we do what we said we wanted to do, uh, hopefully without all the distractions of this year, because this year was insane. So many things happened, and the list goes on and on and on. But just like a camera taking a shot, you know, you focus on the good times. There were a lot of things that happened that were good this year. And the negatives, I mean, they are what they are, right? We can't harp on those things. We got to move forward at all costs. And I think about pictures because pictures really – Uh, are timestamps. You know, I go through my albums every now and then for those of you guys who know what albums are because, you know, everything's digital now. But uh, yes, we have albums still that have pictures and I go through mine from high school and from college and from middle school and grade school, whatever. And I remember all these moments that really, when I look at them, it's like music. They bring back thoughts to your memory instantaneously. You remember where you were and how you felt and what was going on. So, Pictures are that thing that can really be a snapshot for our history and can take you from where you were to where you want to be. So I'm looking forward to making some good snapshots in 2021, uh, making some new memories in 2021, and I hope you guys are too. So stay encouraged. That's fine. The word for today, stay encouraged, stay encouraged, and let's make sure that we make the next part of our life, as Aman T. Farrell says, the best part of our lives. My guest for today, folks, uh, embodies that concept. He is the man behind the camera at all times, and he does not ever disappoint. His name is David Francis. Now, David Francis was born in TNT, Trinidad and Tobago, and immigrated to the US at the age of six. He began taking snapshots around eight years of age, partly to keep himself occupied, but mostly because he couldn't draw very well, unlike his older brother. And he desperately needed a creative outlet for his energies. He has always been attracted to color, form, and different cultures, and excitedly per, uh, perused the life, time, and national geographic magazines that his father collected in the bookcases around his small Brooklyn, New York City apartment. His photographic eye was developed by looking at thousands of images contained in those magazines. Now, as he grew up, he combined his love for photography and love of travel. Zag his journeys and share his experiences with families and friends via the photos he brought back. The sheer excitement of getting the film developed and the surprise of what was captured was the fuel for his continued excursions. He joined the digital age in 2009 and strives to capture nature in all of its forms and the natural expressions of people as they experience life from day to day. He believes that he was given a gift and he happily shares that gift with all who want to participate in the journey with him he will continue to look for opportunities to make time stand still and to share those moments with you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage the founder of David Francis Photography, my guy, David Francis. David, what is going on?
0: What's going on? Everything is good. Thank you for having me on your podcast.
1: David Francis, you and I go way back. Um way I'm back. rocking my Spartan shirt today. I don't know if you realize that. I'm rocking my Spartan trifecta shirt. I thought uh, about
0: rocking mine, but I brought this instead. There you go. <laughs> there the <metal. laughs>
1: Folks, we did the Spartan race together for the first time uh, in 2012. And yeah. I got to say, we didn't know what we were doing, what we were getting into. Uh, it was an experience nonetheless. And ever since then, David, you and I have... Connected from Spartan to when I was doing my Fit for You MIC classes, downtown Brooklyn. Uh, you were a, a steady member of my classes, and I thoroughly appreciate all of your work. I mean, you, you travel everywhere doing pictures, but you taking time out to travel with us even to West Virginia a couple of years ago when you were our photographer for that entire weekend, which was incredible. I mean, you are a gem, and to really see uh, the progression of your work, to see the amazing things you've done. I mean, you're at my book launch, so I really appreciate you being there and, 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 and capturing that moment for me. Uh, you are a part of what Be More Today is. You've been on the journey from, even before Be More Today, from Fit4UMIC for UYC to this. You've been there the entire time, so you've seen the progression, and you're part of my history. You're part of my, my journey, so I really had to have you on the show before the year was over, and I'm just grateful that you're on the show today.
0: Well, I appreciate that.
1: Uh, so, how are you doing? What's going on with you? And I always ask, with COVID-19 and everything that's happening in the world, how are you doing?
0: Um, I'm doing well today. Uh, if, if I've learned anything, is to take it one day at a time. Uh, it's been challenging, as it has been for all of us. Um, but I'm learning to celebrate the good days. So, today is a great day, and I'm going to revel in that.
1: Yeah, I, know, I hear that. I hear that. Now, David Francis, I know you're a man of many talents. Um, I'm very curious because I, I, I've known you as a photographer, but I know you weren't always a photographer. So what was the journey to get here and to
0: begin David Francis Photography? Wow. Um, I think I've always liked to take pictures. So that's going back for a long time. But in terms of professional photography, um, I think around 2009 is when I was actually nursing a broken heart and uh, pleaded with God to show me a way to uh, occupy my time and my talents. And I saw my camera collecting dust on a shelf, and that was the answer to my prayer. And hmm. um, that's when I started to get into photography a little more seriously and to study photographers and photography. And it, it's just been a series of events since then, leading up to today. Wow.
1: So who,
0: who have you studied
1: and, and, and what was that journey like? Who are you following? Who were your, your mentors, if you will? Who'd you follow?
0: Um, I studied more photography than photographers, but one of the first ones that I was attracted to, because I would go into bookstores and see these big coffee table books of Ansel Adams. And I just fell in love with his style of photography. At the time I didn't know who he was in terms of pretty much being the father of modern day photography as, as we, as it has evolved. Um, and then along the, along the way, I just started noticing other photographers and Whenever someone would reference a photographer that they admired, then I would go and look up that photographer and his work. So it just has been a steady progression of learning from different people. Um, And it continues. Every time Mm -hmm. I get an opportunity, I see some photographer that I like, uh, whose work I like. Then I find out if they do workshops. And that's kind of how it started about 2013 or so I started doing travel workshops with different photographers mm. and um, every year I tried to do something. This year has been a little bit strange, but I did manage to do at least one in the Adirondacks uh, at the end of September. Wow.
1: Now I- I've seen your work. I'm-, I'm always in awe of it. Actually, you you gave me some work a couple of years ago and I still have it in our, our house or our apartment. And uh, I'm always fascinated by, you know, how you pick certain things and the eye you have and, the, and, the, and the, the way that you capture certain moments that other people just haven't done so far. Um, I'm curious, though, because I know that photography, for some, can pay the bills and some, it cannot. So what has been the way that you've helped to drive this passion of yours, um, since you weren't always a photographer, in terms of jobs you've done or, you know, what that looked like in terms of you doing your passion and also doing what you had to do to pay the bills?
0: Well, fortunately, um, I don't depend on photography to pay the bills. I do have a regular job that I am grateful for, especially nowadays that I can work from home and still be productive. Um, But photography is my passion, right? So specifically nature and landscape photography now, uh, which is probably what I'm known for most. But I do do other jobs as well in terms of paid photography. Um, different events, and so on. And um, right now, I have to give a shout-out to Corrine Saint-Jean of Spectacular Affairs, because way back when, she was the first person to hire me to shoot an event, even before I knew that I could. I don't know exactly what she saw, but she took a chance, and she has been recommending me since then, and that has fueled the word of mouth from Karine and from the people that I've shot after her um, has been the fuel for different events and different jobs that I've gotten since then. Mm. And it just has spread and people call me and inquire whether I can participate in their event by being their photographer. Mm. And so, so I give a big shout out to her.
1: Yeah, I know, Karine. She's a uh, a mastermind when it comes to events. So the fact that she saw something in you mm. is it's very telling. Um, is that the beginning of what has now become
0: dear friends of photography? Is that when it all started? That's when it all started. Um, up until then, I was I was basically taking pictures of flowers and stuff like that, um, and mostly to I say I do the I do the nature and landscape photography to feed my soul because I was going through a lot of internal strife about different events and things in life. And being out in nature was healing me from the inside out. Hmm. So I I do that to feed my soul and I do the events to feed my belly when Hmm. I need to.
1: I hear that. (laughs) So I know you're from TNT, one of the places I have not been to yet. And I do hope when COVID-19 goes away, finally, I can travel to the awesome islands of TNT, Trinidad and Tobago, but um, being that you're from there, and now that you are clearly uh, Americanized, if you will, to to an extent, right? Um, yeah. I, I know that photographers, just like other artists, see the world in various ways, right? Um, do you think that that, that cultural heritage, um, mixed with what you've learned here, or have, have uh, groomed here as an American, um, has that changed, or sculpted your view of how you see things when you take pictures in photography, is that something that is a part of your photo style? I know you mentioned you do a lot of nature's things, but just I'm just curious in terms of how you just take pictures of people in and other things. Is that in any way, shape or form
0: your perspective as a photographer? Um, it certainly has affected my background in terms of loving nature. I mean You know, when you come from a a hot island, being outside is just, you just get accustomed to it because, you know, you don't have to worry about the cold or snow or anything. So that certainly has affected me. But in terms of my photography, I think what has affected me more is trying to represent um, God in nature, right? And also when I do events or when I do a maternity session or a family portrait session, my goal is to capture the God in people Mm. as well as in nature. So that is what really fuels me capturing those moments that represent the God that I know. Mm. And that has revealed himself through nature to me. Mm, mm. So that's powerful. Um, yeah, I, I never really thought about it that way. But
1: you you saying it and looking at the pictures you've done, I mean, I'm going to have hopefully a lot of pictures to put on our, on our site so people can see the work you've done. But the pictures you've taken, David, have just been spectacular. Um, and I'm, I'm always curious how you get a chance to travel to these places because I'm like, I'm... I've been to a couple places, but David, you've been everywhere. You've been everywhere. (laughs) Whenever I look at you, I'm like, Oh, okay. Now he's in Africa. Okay. Now he's in Ireland. Okay, cool. But you've been everywhere taking these pictures. And, uh, I'm curious, how, how do you do it? How do you get a chance to go to these places? How are you making
0: this work and, and how are you doing it so successfully? Well, I wish I had a great answer for that, but the honest truth is, I don't know. Mm. I think I purpose in my heart to make sacrifices to be able to allow me to travel. Yeah. Um, certainly, my job—I work for the city, so I get a lot of vacation time, which is great. And I just, I just budget and I plan out what I want to do and where I want to go. Um, I've had to make a lot of sacrifices over the years in order to do that. So, in order to travel, I had to give up buying new clothes all the time, which is another thing that I love to Mm. do, Mm. you know, in order to travel, I had to keep my car for 17 plus years, my old Mm. car, Mm. you know, and just had to maintain it because I couldn't afford to do everything that I wanted to do. Right. Because I set my priorities in terms of travel and photography, I made sure to carve out the time and the money to do that first um, that was my self-care. That was my healing. So that's what I needed. And because I love different people, different cultures, different food, these are just part of my experiences of growth and learning. Mm. Well, I'm fascinated by that. And, you know, it it just bodes
1: with the Be More Today concept of you do what you have to do to get what you want to get done. And, and you've done that. And, you know, in a life where we get so bogged down by the nine to fives, it's always good to see when people are, Doing whatever it takes to make themselves happy uh, and to find that inner God, the inner growth, the inner uh, drive—you know—that fulfillment. Because you know, even with physical therapy, we do PT all day, you know. But does that become my passion? No, you know, I, I really find more passionate in, in these kind of things and 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 working out and fitness and and seeing people surpass their goals is part of my my passion. It's part of that thing, but it's it's not the driving force. You know, it's not the thing I'm like oh. I did this for for the rest of my life, I'd be okay. Yeah, you know, it's good. I feel good doing it. It doesn't feel like work. But that fulfillment with with your passion is something that you can't put a price tag on. I know if if you're like me, you would take pictures all day, uh, all the time with no problem. Yeah, so that's when you know that you're where you need to be, which which is is fantastic. Um, David, we have a segment called Community Over Competition. It's a segment that we introduced earlier this year. We try to bring on people who are like-minded, uh, people who are aspiring to be where our guest is. And this guest actually is no stranger to me. Her name is uh, Jalisa Watt. She is a, an aspiring photographer and also a co-worker of mine. She actually did my initial book launch. She was my photographer. And, nice. you know, I saw some of her work, but I brought her on because, you know, I said, you, you have an eye and, and I want to support whatever you're trying to do. So, um she may be a future you or the first her, you know, we never know. Nice. But this time I <laughs> want to introduce, uh, Jalisa what? Watch, are you on the line? Yeah.
2: Hello. How
1: are you? I'm good. What's going on?
2: Nothing much. Uh, Thanks for having
1: me. No problem. Sure. I'm happy that you can meet our guest for today. David Francis who's online as well. Hi, hey, Jalisa. Hey. I just wanted to say, um, just a couple words about who you are and, uh, talk a little bit about your photography work.
2: Um, okay. Hi, my name is Julisa. I'm 22. I am a physical therapist aide, but as you said, my passion um, is photography. I recently started um, a business called Jalisa Watt Photography. Um, and it's different because as David said before I kind of started out doing street photography just random because you know that's what I liked but then someone told me you know you should you should take this a little more seriously and because you're good so I thought about it for a little bit and I took you know the money the little bit of money I was making <laughs> to buy a camera and um, sh- I started shooting friends and then you know, as I got more, a little more experienced, I started shooting like models, um, you know, because they would want more content and I would want more content. So we were, you know, having a an exchange um, for Instagram and social media and stuff. <laughs> so it hasn't been too long that I've started with business, but I've been doing photography for about two years on like outside.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Um, So I wanted wanted you guys to talk, actually, because I know, Jay, you have a lot of questions for David Francis and he has a lot of experience. So it'd be nice if you can ask him some questions that you may have on your mind.
2: Right. Um, So one question I came up with was, how did you know your worth at the beginning of your photography journey in terms of business um, with how you charge your clients?
0: That's a very good question. And in the beginning, I did not know my worth, right? I was just shooting for practice sake. But then when people started telling me that my photography was worth, worth something, then I had to determine how much value I wanted to put on it. And basically what I did was look at photographers and photographers' work and see how much they were charging and I basically priced myself in the middle knowing that I didn't have enough experience to charge the highest amount, but I I had a great eye. So I wasn't going to charge the lowest amount either, but you kind of have to find your way somewhere in the middle there until you start getting more opportunities for people paying the price that you, that you charge. Right. And then you might have to raise your price if it gets to the point where you have so many opportunities and not enough time to do it then that's probably the point where you have to raise your price right it's basically supply and demand so if there's too much demand and not enough time to supply then you raise your price to cut down on the demand but you make more money on the jobs that you do take
2: okay it's
0: not an easy thing by the way i'm not saying (laughs) it's as easy as that but you kind of have to go back and forth for a while until you figure out, you know, what it is that you want to charge.
2: Right. Because that's where I am right now. Um, like I just got started with business um, and I have been getting clients like during the summer um, was where I, when I started taking clients um, and I had to ask myself. What am I going to charge these people <laughs> because like I just started um, and you know I can't charge like you said a whole bunch of money and you know I'm just an amateur so that's why I asked that question. Um, another question I have is well you've already answered this question with the um, landscape photography, but I asked what type of photography do you specialize in um, slash passionate about the most? And how did you come to decide that it was what you wanted to specialize in?
0: Um, well, yes, I did man- mention that landscape and nature photography is what feeds my soul. Um, I didn't necessarily, I haven't decided as yet what my favorite genre in photography is. I remember going to a seminar years ago, and one of the things that they said was, um, to specialize in some particular niche. And I thought that for me, that was bad advice. And I determined to prove them wrong because I said, there's so many things that I like, whether it's newborn sessions, whether it's family portraits, whether it's nature and landscapes, whether it's events, all of those things I love to do. So I'm not going to specialize in any one I'm going to be the best that I can be at each of them at different points in time because the skills transfer. You know, it's not like they're mutually exclusive. The skills that you learn in each genre can apply to other genres as well. It's just the amount them it's just the amount of time that you're willing to devote to each one to become better at at them. Cuz they each have their different different things as well that, you know, you have to to learn. So
2: Okay. Okay. Um, the last question I had is so simple, but not that simple. But it it was, uh, what is your why? Which I think you've kind of already <laughs> answered. <as well. laughs> but if you could maybe elaborate a little more,
0: certainly. Um, the why? Because I have to. Um. Especially these days, you know, when there's so much sadness, when there's so much death, when there's so many bad things happening constantly, you kind of have to find the thing that makes you the happiest, right? You have to plan to do things that get you some type of balance in your life. And if it wasn't for photography and um, I will segue back for a second to give Sean a shout out, a shout out actually, because the, the physical aspects of the journey are definitely related to the photography as well, because the same high that you get when you're running is the same high that I get when I'm training and the same high that I get when I'm out doing photographs, mm-hmm. right? There is something to that. So nice. it's that internal spirit that drives you to continue to do what it is that makes you happiest.
2: I, I definitely can agree with that. Um, I I a shoot I did in the summer, um, I went to Williamsburg to this little area. It's had like a abandoned um, train track area. And I was doing a shoot. And, you know, after that shoot, when I was editing the pictures, I was just like, "Ma'am, like, I actually really love doing this. (laughs) Like (laughs) it doesn't feel the same when you're at work. It doesn't feel the same. Even though, yes, like I, I like the patience. I like, you know, fitness as Sean said, but what, what, what I was feeling in that moment, it was just like, I need to, I need to take this seriously because it makes me feel alive. And I could definitely relate (laughs) with what you're saying. So totally. Um, that was my last question, if I think of any more, you know.
0: Awesome. Awesome. By awesome. your
1: <laughs> Jay, I want you to stay on the line with us because you're going to be the, my co-host for the rest of this 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 uh, show today. Is that cool?
2: Yeah, it's totally right, cool. cool.
1: So, David, I, I, you know, thank you so much, Jay, for answering or asking those questions. It's, I think it's always better when like-minded people are connecting. And although I have a camera phone, you know, I'm not a photographer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Um, But on that note, I'm curious, and maybe each of you can give me your answers on this. Um, When it comes to photography nowadays, you know, everyone literally has a camera, right? Back in the days, you had a special camera, and it was very uh, pricey, and everyone had access to those things. I remember using a point-and-shoot camera, Kodak cameras, and digital cameras, and all these things. Even my mom had a camera that I still use to this day but everyone has a camera now and these camera phones and what have you. And everyone's a photographer in their mind, right? Or videographer in their mind. So yeah. how do you stay relevant when everyone thinks that they can do what you guys are doing? And, and when everyone has the accessibility to camera phones and things of that nature? I'll ask David's question first.
0: All right. Um, it's, for me, it, it's not about staying Rel- relevant personally is for me about staying productive. It's about my growth. I'm not comparing myself to anyone else's position or what they want to do. And I'm actually flattered if people are inspired by what I do, if they want to do it, join the club. There's enough for all of us. You know, it doesn't have, it's not competition. It's, it's just growing. It's just doing what you love and uh, trying to become better at it as time goes on. So, you know, everybody has feet, but everybody can't run a marathon. Mm. Everybody's not going to devote hours and hours of time to learning about photography. Everybody's not going to devote money into equipment. Everybody's just not going to do it. But the ones who want to do it, come on, <laughs> let's go.
1: There are levels to this thing. So (laughs) that is the, I think the the dividing factor. Jay, what do you think?
2: I totally agree. Um, Like it's not a competition, um, but photography is definitely something everyone is starting to do. And I'm, I'm noticing it. And before I even really got into it too seriously, um, a few people did ask, like, you should know which type of photography you want to do because or, or find a certain place in photography that a lot of people don't do because you don't wanna be like the, like in a crowd in a sense, like say for instance, everyone is doing event photography, um, which is very popular. You don't wanna be struggling in that area. You might as well find something that a lot of people aren't doing so people will need you more. You know, and I was just like, mm, that sounds like good advice. But if event photography is what I want to do, um, that's what I'm going to do. Um, it's not really um, about the competition, in my opinion. And there's a quote that says, you know, it doesn't really matter. Someone I don't remember who said it, but it was like, if if you're going to do something that everyone's doing, so what? It basically says if if you feel like God put you in that area for that time then there's room for you so that's literally what i think about at all times because comparison is like the thief of joy (laughs) so i really try not to compete with anyone or watch anyone either Mm. so Mm. i agree with david
1: one more question before the break for both of you guys. Um, so both of you are are people of faith. Um, we haven't talked about it. And it's funny. I don't really try to talk about uh, faith or religious backgrounds on the show, but it always comes up. So we have to just address mm-hmm. it. Um, David, you mentioned that you like to take the picture and, and, and show the God in people. And Jay, I know your background as a singer and um, as a songwriter for churches. And David also goes to church. And, um when it comes to photography, and, and you will mention it a little bit in terms of your faith, um, what does it mean when you say the God in people, right? What, what does it mean when you say that you want to show or highlight that through photography? And what do you as a photographer think that looks like? Because I, I think it can be, be different for a lot of people, right? It can be, well, I don't want to say what it can be, but what do you think
0: it, it is, if you can expound on that a little bit before the break? Um, for me, it when I say that, it's because not just the God in people, but also the beauty. Mm. You know, I am training my eye to see the beauty in everything and everyone. So when I go into a family portrait session, even if they don't believe in God, I do. So what I'm trying to do is elicit the responses from people that show not only the family connection, but the connection to the creator, whatever you believe the creator is. I believe it comes from God. So that's why I use that word. Um, But there is nothing like seeing, you know, that the spirit of a person, whether it's coming through their eyes or their facial expression or their smile and the connection between people, Especially in a family in a family session um, or a maternity session or whatever it is you know that that is just life and to me that represents God any mm. thoughts on
1: that Jay
2: um for me it's definitely in those moments or in like moments in sessions where you see that person light up or or you say something and and you can just have a conversation with this person while you're shooting them and you know you'll say like you know you really have a talent for this and in terms of models of course but i when i see people light up it's just it does something to me um because i think everyone has joy inside it's it's like david was saying how you know photography brings joy out of him you know in a time where you know he was. And sadness and things like that. I feel like, especially for this year, the whole pandemic thing, um, to be able to shoot people and see them light up and show them the picture, you know, in the moment. And they're like, yo, you made me look like, you know, a star. And to see them light up, it's, I definitely feel that joy radiating, radiating off of them. And that that isn't just any regular thing to me. Um, I definitely see the God in that um when we can come together make something happen and we both feel joyous after and it's literally like i'm just taking pictures of you and you like them but it feels like more is happening um it's a healthy exchange of something bigger Mm. and i definitely feel that a lot in a lot of my sessions
1: Mm. oh yeah Folks, if you're just joining us, episode 35 of the Be More Today show, we're here with David Francis, owner of David Prince Photography, and he is sharing with us his journey from TNT to the U.S. and abroad. He's been everywhere. My co-host for today is Jaleesa Watt. She is also a photographer up and coming, uh, Jaleesa Watt Photography. And David, I'm curious because you, my friend, and I have been through so many things together um, from our Spartan excursions to... Uh, our dance excursions and church and everything else. And you've seen our progression with this Be More Today thing from its inception to now. Um, So I'm curious, as the the 35th person on this show, um, what do you think the phrase Be More Today means to you?
0: Um, That's easy. (laughs) Be More Today means to do as well as you can today. Today. To be better than you did yesterday. Simply put, that's what it means to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people get um, boggled down by the or bogged down by the the concept of the more, right? Because it, it's it's we can all do stuff, you know. You can all, you can always just keep the the common ground and do the minimum, you know, but you know doing more doesn't mean that you have to do extra it mean <laughs> you have to just do you know a little better than you did yesterday and exactly. you know if you're talking about physical therapy or even photography learning photography it's it's a journey it's literally a a step by step process to become great no one becomes great off the bat you know no one who has any kind of passion or any kind of drive comes out the gate amazing everyone has to put a little bit of work in and and that's basically what the concept is so you you hit it around the head it's just A simple concept, but when we put those things into place consistently, we get a lot of stuff done. Um, So David, uh, as you know, and as Jay, both of you guys know, you both were at my book launch. You both were uh, photographers for my parties. And you both know I wrote a book, Be More Today, A 40 Guide to a Better Version of You. And um, I'm curious, actually, for both of you guys, um, what's one thing that you wanted to start doing uh, either this year that you started doing or what's one thing you want to start doing for next year? I'm going to ask lisa first.
2: Um, I think the first thing I wanted to start doing this year and moving forward is being more consistent in things that I said I would do or start. Like, for instance, my photography business, I, I was basically in a in a state of insecurity i guess or fear to start a business i'm like this is serious (laughs) i can't just i have to make sure if i start this that i'm dedicated to sticking to it and you know i had this just do it mentality this year so you know being more consistent definitely to myself and to my dreams you know aspirations
0: david francis nice um In terms of photography, what I would like to start doing is aerial photography with a drone. Mm -hmm. And um, I got a a little bit of a taste. I to the drone, and um, I was in the Adirondacks, Vermont, in New Hampshire, chasing four colors, and I got to use it a little bit. And uh, I think I'm becoming addicted to it. So Mm -hmm. I want to further that part of it. Um, In terms of life in general, I think I just want to be kinder to people um, to get to know people more as, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, you know, not, maybe not to be so much of a loner, to be a a little more engaging,
1: Mm.
0: Um, realizing the times that we are living in and how short life really is. I think I need to grow in that area as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's deep. I hear that. And um, both of you guys, I agree with both of those things. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, Dave, what's one thing you want to stop doing this year or stop
0: doing the goal of it happening for next year? Um, I, there's nothing really that I want to stop doing. I think I've been on a path where the things that I wanted to stop doing, I've at least made some progress towards that. Mm -hmm. um, it's moving forward, I just want to grow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Appreciate your thoughts?
2: Um, something I want to stop doing. Um, maybe being so nervous. <laughs> I get really nervous a lot. Um, and I, I'm at a point where I push myself now, but I still feel like there's a lot of work to be done in that area. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's <laughs> work on that. Maybe if we can show you how to have a calm demeanor in general, since he's one of the calmest guys I've ever met in my entire life.
0: Um, so yeah, we can get you guys connected on well, that. On that note, Jalisa, I would say to you, I get nervous, too, ah. before I do everything. And um, what I found is that that little bit of nervousness, especially before you start doing a, a shoot, is what fuels you to do the best job that you can do. So I wouldn't recommend getting rid of all the nervousness because that nervous excitement will drive you to do the best. Mm. Got you. Mm. Okay. Mm.
1: Words. Uh, And one goal that you have for, we'll say, 2021, and I'll have Jaleesa go first.
2: Goals... Uh, (laughs) Um, I think, um, a goal that I have for the upcoming season, I guess, is, um, to, how can I word this? To be more comfortable in myself, um, uh, to be more confident in myself, I can say, um, I'm only 22, so that is pretty much explains why I haven't really mastered that yet. But I do wish I was a little more or a lot more comfortable in my own skin, you know? Yeah,
0: hear that. Yeah. yeah. David Francis? Uh, one of my goals, which I've been carrying for a couple of years, but certainly um, this year has interrupted everything or a lot. One of my goals is to be published in a national magazine
1: um,
0: or even international. I don't want to go as far as to say National Geographic, but it is in there somewhere. But that's it.
1: <laughs> Let's say it, David. Why not? Say it, man. National Geographic. You guys are missing out. David Prince of Photography. Let's go. Say it, David. Um, David, any, any found tips you want to share for... Uh, and I'm going to make this twofold. Tips you want to share with Julisa, um, given all that you've known about her for the last 15, 20 minutes and, um, her aspirations for photography. And then for anyone who's aspiring to be, um, you know, where you are in terms of your, your, your work, um, and particularly with, with nature, um, and your travel exploits, you know, people who are basically trying to do what you've done, uh, any tips you want to share advice for, uh, those two, those two groups.
0: Um, for Jalisa specifically, I would say, I would recommend um, finding a photography mentor. Um, if you haven't already doing some internships or from people that you admire, if they're, you know, in that type of thing available, apprenticeships or whatever, um, your growth will be exponential if you do that early, right? I am pretty much a loner, so a lot of stuff I not necessarily learned on my own because I had some good mentors along the way. And um, that has been the thing that has made all the difference, finding a mentor and finding someone to critique your work. It's not going to be easy, but the advice that they give you in terms of everything um, is going to be invaluable in terms of your growth.
2: Right. Okay. <clears throat>
0: so in terms of just the general population, um, it, in the words of Brian Peterson, just keep shooting. If you aspire to be a photographer, then just shoot. It doesn't matter if you're shooting for publication. It doesn't matter if you're shooting for yourself or whatever catches your eye. Just take a picture whether it's with your phone or with your camera or anything else. Sometimes even just with your own eyes, just notice what it is that you like, what you don't like um, about different scenes, about different people, notice the lighting and um, just record everything, record everything that you can draw from when you're actually taking pictures, Mm. record everything in your brain, but just keep shooting. Mm. The more you shoot is the better you will become. Mm.
1: I have one more question, actually, for you guys, and this is off the cuff. So, you know, when I was in high school, I did a photography class, and we were in the in the dark room, and um, the exposures, and you know, seeing the pictures come to life over periods of time, um, it was a great experience, and it was very, very um, exciting to be in that dark room. But now that things are so digital, um, which is clearly a a great thing, because quality can be enhanced, and et cetera. Um, David, I'm asking this really just to you, because you, you've seen the scope and, and, the, and the spectrum of photography since its, its inception. Um, what do you think the future is for photography? Um, now that we've gone from darkroom exposures to the digital realm, um, what's next? What's next for the world of photography?
0: Oh, I wish I knew. I would be there, right on the cusp. <laughs> However, I think as time moves on, video will be more important than still pictures. Um. Yeah, the world moves so fast, and there are so many photographers that it's—I wouldn't say difficult to distinguish yourself because if you're passionate enough, you know, the Bible says your your gift will make room for you. So. I'm not concerned about being the best that I can be it may not be the best in the world, but I would say that vid- it, it looks like things are transitioning towards video more than, more than still photography. So if I had to guess, that would be the next frontier gotcha. advances in video and video production. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, we will see how that all goes. I know that uh, come what may, whenever there's an event, there was a photographer there. So whether video takes over or not, everyone still loves pictures. And um, even my daughter right now, we found this camera and she has her hands on it. She's taking pictures of everything. Um, Nice. Whether it's in focus or not, if it's not an (laughs) iPhone, she actually actually focused on it, but she's taking pictures of everything. So I think whether video takes over or not, it's gonna still just be that thing that um, makes time stand still. You know, video is great because you can see what's happening and you can be there. with, with the movement, but there's something so special about a still frame. Um, like you said, a moment in time where you have to put some thought into what may have been happening, into what someone may be thinking. Um, and my last thought before we close out, there was a picture of this woman and I forget what year for National Geographic it was. I think it was ninety, ninety nine 99 or 98. Um, they said it was this woman who was from uh, either East Asia or, or somewhere and she had Uh, a a scarf over her head, and all you saw were her eyes. Um, And then she was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. All you saw were her eyes and her face. And they didn't know where she was from. They didn't know what she was doing there, but they took a picture of her, and they couldn't find her after that. But her picture was so uh, uh, captivating that everyone made stories about who they thought she was and where she might have been from and and what she was doing. And it was simply a still-framed picture of this person that no one knew about. Um, So... Video can't do that. You know what I mean? Video can't do that at all. Only pictures can do that because it makes our imagination go go crazy trying to figure out what the backstory is and what actually happened and what someone was thinking. So both of you are doing things I think that will, in my mind, will never be replaced. Even though, like you said, the digital age continues to go on, I do think photography will always have its place um, in our society. So kudos to both of you for all you've done. David Francis, for all you've done. You, again, are incredible Um, and I'm going to make sure that we highlight all your work on our site. So thank you so, so much for joining us. David Francis, where can people um, follow you, connect with you on social media or otherwise?
0: Um, They can certainly connect with me on Facebook uh, at David Francis, which is my personal page, but where I post the most pictures. Um, Also on Instagram at Dave Francis underscore photography. D a v e f r a n c i s underscore underscore photography. Um, I post a, a fair amount of the the better pictures or the most popular pictures there as well. Um, if anybody wants to email me, they can reach me at Dave Francis at gmail dot com. Um, and we can, if you have any questions or anything, you can you can reach me on all of those platforms, and we will work it out.
1: Great. And our guest for today for our community over competition segment, Jaleesa Watt, where can people find you if they want to follow you as well?
2: Um, Instagram It's the same, literally the same thing as his, but my name (laughs) is J-A-L-I-S-A-W-A-T-T underscore photography. Jaleesa Watt photography.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Folks, these are two of the best in the game right now. And uh, I'm always just happy that I can bring two people who are like mine together do great things i hope that you guys will connect at some point in time and you never know um you know someone put me on (laughs) to i had a mentor when i was in school i remember his name was michael plater and uh when i didn't know what i was doing with my life he was the one who really helped me to to have a a better path and i don't know where he is now but um having a mentor is, is crucial So, like david said jay if you need someone who's in that realm, whether it's David or somebody else, find that person and let that person at least guide you through your growth to where you want to be. Cause mentorship is, is the key. It is the key. Um, folks that is episode 35 in the books right now. And don't forget our quotation from today, which is life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important and capture the good times, develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. Like our guest today said, Uh, The still moments. are what really matters and uh, finding or seeing uh, the God in people or the beauty in people is what photography is all about. So let's not forget about that as we go through our regular days. If you have cameras or don't have cameras, um, we get so busy with life. So just take a minute, see what's going on, breathe, take a snapshot, even, even visually, you know, throughout your day and recognize that life is short and we should cherish every single moment that we have because tomorrow is not promised. Um, that's what photography means to me. So it means the same to my guests today as well. For those who've been following the Be More Today show, we are everywhere, folks, like I said, 26 countries, and we are growing. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram, as you already know, and our website, bemoretoday.com is live with all of our information for our book, um, our music information, and of course our podcast. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube page, we're on YouTube as well for our workouts. I've been putting out things every single week. So if you're looking for that workout to get you ready for 2021, go on the website now and check out what's going on. There's lots of things on there for you to get moving and grooving on. Um, as always, our Strava page is live and uh, is growing. So if you are a runner or a biker and you want a community to be a part of, join our Strava group. Uh, be more today uh, on the Strava app and you can join us. You can see what I'm doing. And as you guys know, Be More Today is heard in 26 countries, but it's also available on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and Google Play. So continue to support us. We really appreciate it. To my friends and family out there, Be More Today, we love your donations, so keep those things coming. They make our engine keep running, and we can't do it without you. So we really, really appreciate your support. If you do want to contact us, Be More Today, that's Number 2 day at gmo.com is our email. And you can send us information about who you want to see on the show if you want to connect with David or Jaleesa to see what's going on with them, email us there or on any of our social media platforms, I'll get back to you ASAP. The Words for Life podcast is growing, folks. The Words for Life podcast is live every single Wednesday with my boy, T. Farrell. So check out episodes every single Wednesday if you're looking for words of encouragement and inspiration. He does that every single week, and it is a great podcast. So check out his show and subscribe to his page, too, on YouTube. He's doing great things, and we continue to connect on all levels. And like I said before, folks, our Be More Today 5K starts January 1st, 40-day challenge. So you can see BeMoreToday.com for more information on that. But registration will be starting ASAP. So if you want to make sure that 2021 is your year, because you know 2020 was not, make sure you go on that site and sign up with us for that. And that's all, folks. So as I always say, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life. And continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. To
2: lose, Peace! am gonna be a better version of me.